Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is August the 23rd, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. Vibes are nice. They are tight. Yes, indeed. Uh, work was very solid. I um, randomly had um, no snack, so I had to get a snack from the vending machine. So this is a bit of an L story, a little bit of a lost story, but, it, you know, it, it's overall fine. Um, I guess they, like, changed out the kiosk, which I think changed, like, the provider or kiosk, whatever. I don't know. It, it just is a different thing than what my card was. And so I go to, like, use my card, and it, like, just didn't work. And I was like, what? Um, so I was like, and I was bummed out because that, that card, before this had happened, I want to say, like, weeks ago. And if you guys don't remember, I did start my little, um, was it diet? I don't like calling it that. But just scale back, whatever. Um, and... I'd put $10 on there. It's like, hey, for the next time I need it, hopefully I'm not going to be using this too often. So in a way, this was a dub because I haven't been forgetting my my snacks. I haven't been like caving to my cravings. So that's good. You know, yay. We love to see it. But in this situation, I miffed because like no one gave me the memo. <laughs> no one gave the box troll Isaiah the memo that they changed the kiosk. I was just supposed to know. Um, but it's all good. I randomly had a gift card that I thought it was just completely burnt out, like rotting in my wallet. And, um, it had enough to cover the charge. So I was like, yay, awesome. Uh, and I had cash anyway. I'm essentially just griping to gripe here. But that being said, I had sweet chili Doritos, the spicy, twist, the spicy sweet chili Doritos, and a NOS. So it, more or less a classic. But I will say the big difference here is you get the, the normal bag of chips as opposed to the snack bag of chips, which are not as satisfying, I will say. But hey, we do what we got to do. Um, is there anything else to really talk about? No, not really. There's, uh, I mean, there's plenty to talk about news-wise. But, you know, in terms of me, the reason for the season, the reason you clicked, <laughs> no, there's, there's not much to talk about. It's just another day in the life. You know, hey, hey hi. <laughs> Hopefully, though, you're doing well. You're doing great on this hump day. Um, yeah, let me go ahead and uh, kick it off the way I normally like to, and then we'll get into some news. All right, all right, all right. Ooh-wee. Okay. From the BBC News. Chan Ryan, Chan, Chan Ryan, I should have looked at this pronunciation. Chan Ryan 3, India makes historic landing near Moon's South Pole. So, um, kudos, little soft claps here. Hopefully they pick up on the mic, not too loud. Um, but, you know, cheers for India. They uh, made it happen. India has made history as its moon mission becomes the first to land in the lunar South Pole region. Now, I talked about this a lit, uh, a lit. I talked about this a little bit uh, in the Luna 25 episode 
recently with uh, Russia trying their hand, essentially trying to get ahead of India, also just trying to like establish that they still got the juice despite everything that's happening right now, you know, with their war, <laughs> um, which we have some Russian news coming up. But essentially, I-, I wanted to use that moment to highlight the Shanrayan 3 and just the the come up that India's kind of been having here. Like they've really been trying to make an effort. This is the third, or the three, it's the third for a reason. Apparently, I think the second one they had tried, it was able to get to orbit, but it had a hard landing, kind of what we described about previously, where it it made it, like it hit the ground, but it it didn't land successfully. And none of these, like, and and these are non- um, piloted missions these are like you know operated but like uh i think a drone control i don't know computer thing i don't know they're doing their own thing it's not a human is not involved here um but the chanran 3 made it it's successful so now it's going to be moving on to its next phase uh also what is it the indian space research organization um is responsible for it i guess that's like the nasa for india but uh, I, I thought a cool thing here is I don't think they brought like a flag, but instead they put the the logo like on uh, the um, the rover, and I believe they also like etched it into the wheels. So that way it's like India is gonna leave it like literal tread, little like space. Um, it might be the India flag, I'm not sure, but I think it actually is the um, the uh, logo. All right. Da, 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 da. What else I wanted to talk about here? Oh yeah. And what is uh what is next? Uh, the mission. One of the mission's major goals is to hunt for water-based ice, which scientists say could support human habit habitation on the moon in the future. It could also be used for uh supplying propellant for spacecraft headed to Mars and other distant destinations. Scientists say the surface area that remains in permanent shadow there is huge and could hold reserves of water ice. So, I mean, this is big news. It's 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 big game that they were able to make this happen. Um, kudos for that. We love to see it. Uh, also, too, I, I didn't mention it, but they were like really good sports about the whole, you know, Russia aspect. Like, they're like, hey, you know, we were excited to see them up there as well. Uh, it's unfortunate that they weren't able to make a successful, you know, landing. Um, but yeah, they still got to, you know, make their history and make it happen. Um, let's see here. Is there anything else I wanted to pick up? They talked about how it landed and the rover. Details, details, details. Yeah, we're good, we're good. Um, okay, this is the tea. This is the hot tea for me. Um... Big news, breaking news, whatever. Um, <clears throat> actually, yeah, we let, let's let's get into it. Uh, from the Associated Press, Russian agency says mercenary leader Prigozhin was aboard plane that crashed, leaving no survivors. <sighs> so yeah, we got a R.I.P. Bozo. Let's uh, go ahead and smoke on that Prigozhin pack. Now, I gotta say, I have to preface this. 
this is this feels like a big if true situation. You know what I mean? Uh, we talked about Yevgeny before. You know, he's he's been a uh, like a like a Rose Gallery character almost. Um, essentially, just with the Wagner Group, this man's been running it. Um, you know, he recently did the whole fucking coup shit, and though he didn't pull it off, he did get away with it, you know, essentially, he was not allowed here anymore, but the charges were dropped, and it's like, oh yeah, you're banished to Belarus, but he really wasn't banished to Belarus, literally, like, this morning, I was listening to video of him in Africa, though, I, I feel like it's supposed to be insinuated that he was in Niger, essentially, like, helping out you know, in that situation, but it might have just been him in Africa. I'm not sure. Uh, it also might not have been a recent thing because essentially, the motherfucker is apparently dead now. He uh, died in a plane crash. Uh, and this is, and I waited in a way because essentially I was going to say, oh, you know, this is alleged. We don't know yet because I haven't seen a fucking body. You know what I mean? I got to treat this dude like a Marvel villain. Um, but um, Russian, Russian agencies, like, I believe, like the the flight agency or whatever the fuck, aviation, they're like, no, we confirmed it, like, this dude's dead, so, I, I mean, that's kind of, like, good enough for me, um, you know, hence the, uh, you know, R.I.P. Bozo, but, um, yeah, interesting-ass fucking development on a Wednesday, you know what I mean, I, I just didn't expect it, I, I, I low-key still, ex- I would not be surprised if this man, you know, uh, a week or so from now pops up in another fucking video doing some other fucking shit. I, you know what I mean? I, I just, I'm not sure. But at the same time, what we're, we're hearing is that the flight like just went down. The plane went down and they confirmed all the bodies. I believe it's like 10 men. And, um, Prigozhin was confirmed as one of those men. So, I mean, hot diggity, goddamn. Uh, in, in this, in the scheme of like, what does this mean for Ukraine and Russia? Probably not much, but in terms of specifically Wagner, it, it could be very interesting. I don't think it's going to dissolve Wagner. I think it's too big. I think part of the reason why, um, you know, he was allowed to just be, you know, allowed to live or whatever was because he served a purpose. You know, at the end of the day, this is like a almost like a paramilitary kind of situation. Security is like you can just deploy these guys anywhere. They can do whatever the fuck they want because they're technically not tied to Russia. Um, but yeah, I mean, a guy like this just falling off the board. It's just in a plane crash. Like, and so far, I've only heard that this thing just went down. I believe that there is like footage of it. It's been witnessed, like how it went down. I don't think there was any. Um, like, uh, like, I don't think it was shot down or anything like that, you know what I mean? But, Lord knows, I will keep you posted. Because, like I said, this is just big shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. alright. Let's move to the next thing. Slide to the right. Uh, from the Associated Press, yet again. 18 bodies found in Greece as firefighters battle wind-driven wildfires across the country. Uh, firefighters on Tuesday found the burnt bodies of 18 people believed to have been migrants who had crossed the Turkish border into an area of northeastern Greece where the wildfires have raged for days. The discovery near the city of Alexandropolis, Alexandropolis, maybe one of those two, somewhere in between, came as hundreds of firefighters battled dozens of wildfires across the country amid gale force winds. 
On Monday, two people died and two firefighters were injured in separate fires in northern and central Greece. Now, I kind of thought things were dying. Oh, oh, I hit the mic. My bad. A little too emotive with my hands there. Um, I thought the fires were dying down, like, as per the last update, like, from the road situation. But apparently, no, like, they're just sprinkling in other places. So it's like, oh, apparently things have kind of gotten worse, sadly. Um, there's a story here, too, that I really wanted to touch on that took place. Um... See if I can find it. Here we go. Yes. Uh, late Monday, police said they detained three men in Alexandropolis suspected of kidnapping and illegally holding 13 migrants. One of the suspects was a man seen in video posted on social media shutting a group of migrants in a trailer and accusing them of intending to burn us. A statement from National Police Headquarters said. So... I think essentially people seeing that there were 18 migrants there, it just triggered this like xenophobic reaction out of some people and people are like, oh, it's their fault. They caused this. Like they're, they're starting the fires. Where Meanwhile, like Greece has been on fire, sweetheart. What are you talking about? Like to just make that jump is crazy. It is very wild. Um, and very unfortunate that's, that a person or, you know, a group of people took to this level. You know what I mean? Like what the fuck? You, these, are, these are your fellow human beings, and I cannot stress that shit enough. Like, at the end of the day, I think once people get that label that it's like, oh, these people aren't us, we're, we're, then we are now allowed to say, do, feel however we want about them, and, like, make them other. And it's like, no, dude. We, we, I hate to be that corny cliche, you too ass motherfucker, but, like, we are all people. We are all the same, dude. Like... I know shit can happen and, and shit can be sad, stressful, overwhelming, but like to grasp at straws like that, you know, and then to become that person is just so sad, so disheartening to see and, and have to talk about, you know what I mean? It's, it's just one of those things where I see that part, I was like, oh shit, like that is an important part of the story. I get that it's not uh, covered as much and like the mainstream, like, you know, NPR, they got to hit bullet to bullet to bullet. But, you know, it is in the writing. And it, I, that's kind of why I like to take the time here to talk about that kind of shit. Um, that being said, fires, fires, fucking fires everywhere. They talk about it in Spain. They talk about it in Italy. Uh, two places I don't believe I really hit as much. I know I kind of talked about France. I mean, it's hard to keep up with, y'all. It, it really is. Um... Let's see here. Is there anything else I really wanted to pull? Um, I will read this last quote, actually. Um, when we add the fires in Canada, the United States, Africa, Asia, and Australia to those in Europe, it seems like the situation is getting worse every year. Uh, that was from uh, the, uh, let's see, Saigia, um, da, 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 uh, President Antonio Fiore. Um, so yeah, I mean, and I agree with that statement. I, it, it feels like it's getting hot and, and it doesn't just feel like, oh, that's just in your head. Like, especially when you look at the data, it's like, yo, like every year we are breaking records and that does not feel good. It does not look good for us. <laughs> and knowing that like we've passed this threshold and I know I'm getting into the weeds here, like talking about fucking global warming now, but like 
it, it, it you do feel that like this is a, a kind of abyss that is not just all painted black it is essentially like a dynamic situation of storms of fire like of weird like cold like ugh, it, it's just gross shit man like it, it, it really this is like some day of day after tomorrow shit but like you know we're living in like the sequels i don't fucking know man um that's where we are <laughs> we're in the pot baby we're pot committed <laughs> we have one more story to talk about and cover uh, uh, uh. i'm gonna take my actual classic break not my um not regularly scheduled Prigozhin pack break And, you know, some people might call me morbid. You know, hey, a person died. And didn't you just say, oh, we're all people? And you're right. You know, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you all I'm a hypocrite in a lot of ways. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a perfect person. Okay? Like, you caught me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no. When I see a motherfucker like Pergosian go down, yeah, I'm going to be stoked about it. Like, there are people, I, you know, that I'm like, yeah, when Kissinger goes... Oh, we're going to have a good episode. I tell you what. I'm going to make like a BBC long amount of time. I'm going to waste a lot of time on that. All right. I'm going to get real, real candid about it. I don't know. I just, yeah, they're people I don't like. <laughs> but we should all try to get along. I think you can say both. You can walk and chew gum. All right. All right. From the Independent. Black delivery driver loses FedEx job more than a year after he said white men attacked him. Black FedEx delivery driver who says two white men shot at and chased him in Mississippi in 2022 has now been fired from his job. He and his attorney said Monday. I, f I honestly feel disrespected, um, said uh, DeMontario Gibson. Uh, he received an email from FedEx about his termination. Um, now, I'm very fucking certain I've covered this, but at the same time, I, I realize that I, I look at so much news and think about it, that I dwell on it, and sometimes I'm like, huh, did I cover it? Did I not? So, mea culpa if I haven't covered this, and, um, you know, mea culpa if I did, and I'm just kind of hammering on here. Like, you haven't heard this from me. But this is an update in the sense that FedEx has fired him. He was essentially on... Uh, dis not disability, I'm sorry, um, like work leave, workers leave, compensation. Uh, they had tried to offer him, though, a non-courier job, like a desk job, but it would have been less money. Uh, essentially, Gibson was like, look, I'm going to therapy right now. Like, this shit is still traumatic to me. I'm not ready to come back, and I don't feel like you guys should have, you tell me when I should be coming back. And more or less now, since this mistrial has happened, um, essentially, I guess the company's like, okay, we feel safe enough to just move on and cut you off. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they really haven't said much outside of that, uh, outside of saying that he's just no longer employed. Uh, it's very unfortunate. Uh, now, granted, he's still going to get a retrial, but it looks like he's not going to get that until potentially next year at the soonest, the earliest. So it's just really unfortunate here. Like you have a whole ass fucking situation where 
And just to give you know just a rundown, essentially Gibson was a FedEx driver, but he was driving in a Hertz vehicle. Now this situation can happen if FedEx just doesn't have the trucks, and they're just like, hey, we got to rent out some other trucks, and you're gonna just do your job, easy peasy lemon squeezy. And essentially, Gibson's running his his route. This is a dead end area, like street, and um. The Case family, it's a father and son. I should have their names, but they're here in the article somewhere, whatever. Um, they they go, oh, that looks suspicious. And they, they hop out. I believe one of them is armed. I believe it's the son. And um, it's, yeah, Brandon Case and his father, Gregory Case. Um, they come out, and I guess they try to hail him down, like, hey, what are you doing? What's going on? Da, da, da. And he just ignores him, ignores them. And that's when they decide to pursue him and shoot at him. And that's when he kind of realized, like, oh, shit, there's people shooting at me. And he continues to, like, drive on. But, um, you know, he tells the cops all this shit, you know, goes down. But essentially the cops fuck shit up. I believe it's something to do with, like, evidence and uh, giving it to the uh, defense prosecution. And it blows the whole case. And um, that's very unfortunate that this has happened it's apparently like a kind of a notorious thing for this uh department um and i'm sure they have their excuses their fucking reasons but it's like look dude like at the end of the day this is your fucking job you have to see it all the way fucking through it's it's not just putting the handcuffs on and then moving on like you got to make sure all this fucking shit is done right i know these motherfuckers hate paperwork i know these motherfuckers hate lugging the evidence making sure motherfuckers get it but you gotta do it it has to happen um because, I mean, essentially now someone's justice is being deprived from them. And, I mean, not that's not even to say the, the reason for the season here, fucking FedEx is just trying to get away with it. They already did in the sense of the lawsuit that was filed against them was dropped. They essentially weren't on the hook for, like, any kind of racial discrimination or anything like that. I believe the case with um, the police, the city of Brookhaven, is still pending. Um and also um, the cases, like the the case family, whatever the fuck. So yeah, I mean, I, I that's where we we're gonna leave it. Um, it, it like once again, it is the same. This fucking shit is common. Like I, last time I talked about this shit, um, you know, which is referencing to Ahmad Aubrey. You know, like it just shouldn't be okay that you can just say, oh, I'm going to make this decision that this person is suspicious. So suspicious, I'm going to shoot and kill them. Like, like you didn't need to bring your gun out. Like, the, the defense was, uh, by the defense, was like, oh, well, essentially, they just wanted to check what was going on. But it's like, you don't need a gun to do that. Unless you're fucking Wyatt Earp. Unless you're fucking John Wayne. Like, what the God, like, what are you doing? <sighs> so, uh, you know, another wild day at the office. But yeah, that is uh, all we got for today. Thank you so much for making it through this rough debacle of an episode. Uh, you know, sometimes, uh, and I know other podcasters go through this because I hear it. You know, where they're just like, "This is the worst episode. This episode's so bad." Ugh, restart. Let's let's start from the top. And they don't. They keep it. They keep it all in. And I love them for that because I am that. I am that every episode, and I appreciate every listener who tunes in despite me being maybe not the best commentator, not the best fucking podcaster, not maybe not even the best content creator. I'll say it. I'm a, I'm I'm honest enough and real enough 
to uh, look in the mirror and say that, you know, to talk to the audience and say that. And I appreciate you for keeping it a buck and still being a real one. You know what I mean? That's that's real. <laughs> um, and if you want to be realer than real, you can. That's actually there's a way to do that. Uh, it's via my Patreon. Patreon.com is a news. If you'd like to support the effort, you do become a newsie, which is pretty cool because I shout you out at the top of the month. And I also plug any project you're on, anything you're doing, you know? So, you know, a little networking, a little linking and building there, maybe. Um, free ways to hit me up, though, IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. I'm on all the socials that you're probably on and like to use or the podcast is. So feel free to, you know, follow or, you know, reach out, what have you. We love that. And what else is there? YouTube. Can't stress this enough. I love any and all YouTube subscribers. Uh, trying to get that up. Trying to get those numbers way up. And uh, it would mean a lot if you subscribed. Uh, thumbs up are always good. Reviews are great. Five stars. Max those stars out. Whatever they're at. Uh, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening. You know? That's cool. That's like cool ways to, to top out. <laughs> so yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being a friend. And hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.